Hey, you guys, how are you? I want to share something really personal with you because it's been on my heart for a couple days. You're listening to the Disarming Honesty Podcast with your host, Jenny Hansen Lane. Disarming Honesty plays two folds in our lives. It's at the crossroads of being honest with ourselves and creating a space for others to do the same through principles of emotional intelligence. Um, A couple Sundays ago, I was asked to serve in a greater capacity at my church, and it's called a calling. And I knew that if I accepted this non-paid responsibility, that I would need to move around a lot of things on my plate to be able to handle it. So you're hearing this now after I have accepted accepted the assignment. It's got me really thinking a lot about how everyone says, like, say no to things that don't bring you joy. Like if that were true, I wouldn't potty train my kids and I wouldn't make them go to bed and I wouldn't do all the things that I know that are good for them. So to add to that quote, it's say no to things unless they're really, really important. Steve Jobs said something like that, that you say yes if it's very important. So I just felt like I needed to do this. I felt like God was calling me to be closer to him. But something else came to my mind at the same time. When I was dating my husband, it was long distance. He lived in Kentucky and I lived in Utah. And we really felt like we should probably marry each other. And we didn't really want to waste any time. So we sped up the process by talking on the phone nonstop every day, all the time. And then it just got to the point that we had to see what it was like to be around each other for. And then it got to the point where we just had to be around each other to check out the compatibility. So he came to my house. He came to my town. And he spent longer than a, than a day trip there. And I own a, a farmhouse. It's 100-year-old farmhouse. It's built by Yugoslavians, pioneers. And it used to be an orchard. So there's eight, eight different types of fruit trees. And being a single girl, I didn't really have the type of skill set to understand what it took to be a gardener in this orchard. So when I bought it, the trees were really overgrown. They were beautiful and they provided shade. Okay. These apple trees provided shade for me. So I was at work one day and Jack told me, I'm just going to prune the trees. I'm just going to clean them up. And I got home from work, you guys, and these trees were cut back so much that I started to cry. Like I was really overwhelmed that there was no more shade and it was just not what I expected. He was like, though, you know, those weren't shade trees, Jenny. Those were apple trees. I thought about a story that's told a lot from a member in our church and his name's Hubie Brown. And he talks about, he inherited a farm in Canada and he came across a current bush 
that was huge. And he got out his pruning shears and he went to work on that currant bush. And he clipped it and he cut it and he cut it. He said that he cut it until there was like nothing left but a little clump of stumps. As he looked at it, you know, he's been working on it. He just said, you know, look at, look at what I'm turning you into. And on the little bit of clumps, he could see liquid coming up. And that's just part of, you know, the growth of a tree. And so he just kind of said in his ridiculous habit that he looked at the little clump of stumps with the little, you know, li liquid residue on top and said, what's, what's the matter, current bush? Why are you crying? And he just kind of imagined what the current bush would say back. It reminded me of me with my trees, with Jack. You know, and the current bush spoke back. How could you do this to me? I was making such wonderful growth. I was almost as large as the fruit trees and the shade trees. And now you have to cut me down. You do that to me. I thought you were the gardener here. And uh, Hubie Brown says back to the bush, look, little current bush, I'm the gardener here. And I know what I want you to be. If I let you go the way you want to go, you will never amount to anything. But someday when you are laden with fruit, you're going to think back to me and say, thank you, Mr. Gardener, for cutting me down, for loving and loving me enough to hurt me. Hubie Brown shares this story and he talks about he was a soldier 10 years later and he kept getting passed up for opportunities to be an officer. And he didn't understand why the general was turning him down. You know, the general told him it was because of his religion. He went back to his room, threw his hat down on the ground. And I just remember this story so vividly. And he, you know, he cursed God. He said, how could you do this to me, God? I've done everything that I knew how to uphold. I've been a good member of the church. I make wonderful growth. Like you've cut me down. How could you do it? And then he thinks of this story of what he said to the current bush. I am the gardener here. I know what I want you to be. If I let you go the way you want to go, you will never amount to anything. And someday when you are ripened in life, you are going to shout back across this day and this time and say, thank you, Mr. Gardener, for cutting me down, for loving me enough to hurt me. We have this painting at our house now because of the story with me and Jack, him cutting down my fruit trees. They produced way more fruit the next year, you guys, to the point that I was like, oh, you don't know what you don't know. It had, had the gardener not taken control, we, it, I, it wouldn't be filling the measure of its creation, right? That has just been a special place in my heart that what we are meant for, we don't always know and we don't always see. And that there is someone in charge of our lives. And I do believe in a higher power. And I do believe that being called to work more within my church is going to force me to fill the measure of my creation, but also to stop being a shade tree. If that's not what I've meant to do, if I can't multiply my fruit and create fruit for others, then what else is there? What else is there for me? I love the story and I love this painting in my house and this past weekend being asked to pursue more opportunities in my church just really reminded me that as I 
fill up my bucket with the most important things, then all the other little things will be filled up. And I want you guys to think about that. You know, like, are we filling the measure of our creation? Are we, are we who we need to be? Are we focusing on the things that bring us the utmost happiness, but also that we know are the right thing to do? Because it's really easy to turn down things that don't make us happy. But sometimes we have to do things that don't make us happy. And I'm not saying that I'm taking all this responsibility and it's not going to make me happy. But I was just out in the garden. I was just growing my fruit, doing my own thing, becoming a shade tree when I was reminded that there are greater things for me to pursue. So I'd love to hear experiences that you guys have had. If any of this episode touched you, please reach out to me, screenshot this, share your ideas and your thoughts, and subscribe. I love this community and I love what we're building. Have a great day, you guys. Peace out.